The inspiration behind this piece in general, I think, I think there's, there's a couple stories. One is that we have the, the story behind the paintings itself. So a lot of it is uh, revolved around tropical flora. And the flora actually serves as a metaphor that talks about diaspora and about change. Um, a lot of it is taken from this tropical exotic flora that developed in the Caribbean, the Gulf of Mexico, which came out from the inquisitions from the Spanish looking for gold. And so normally the, the parts that you see the, the transparency of the window that's going through, normally that has, with my paintings, I actually use 24 karat gold. And it's kind of my reimagination of what the landscape looked like you know, in the Caribbean, in South America, in the Gulf of Mexico, and you know, and also parts of like Florida, you know, where Juan Ponce de Leon looked for the, you know, the Fountain of Youth, and there's all these kind of magical stories behind it. But the reality of them looking for gold is very real. They brought disease, they brought music, but they also brought this hybridity of culture, which flora is is, is part of that. Uh, there's species that never existed before until you know until and then obviously when the french came and the english tried to to, to come i mean this is all brought over by you know by boats i mean we're talking you know centuries ago so you know some of it you know it's very, it's very melancholic because the work comes from a comes from a place of you know colonization and it comes from diaspora but it also comes from celebration of a creation of a of a new culture so we wanted to create something that was visually uh, challenging for us. And when we talked about this building, initially we were talking about the Skyway. And one of the things that's important to me is, like, I think art should be very democratic. And I think that, especially kind of in the times that we live in right now, I think that it's really important that, you know, I think as an artist, it's part of our job is to, is, is to discuss a narrative and to kind of create a story. And I also really believe that having this participation of the community involved somehow, indirectly or directly, is really important. I come from a very blue-collar neighborhood, and I grew up, I'm a first-generation Puerto Rican immigrant, so my parents never took me to museums. They never took me to cultural centers. A lot of it I had to learn on my own. So Milwaukee, in my opinion, has that very you know, blue-collar work aesthetic, which I like to refer to as kind of a blue-collar Baroque. You know, you have these these traditional families here that I feel that I grew up the same way, where if you enter someone's home, uh, either real or fake vegetation plays a large role of decorating the home. You have plastic that's covering the couches. That kind of elevates the couch to a hierarchy because it's special, right? You have runners on carpets that, even though the carpet's meant to be walked on, again, it's, it's treated as something very special. So again, I, I feel that the installation has several stories behind it. One that's most important for me is talking about diaspora, talking about using flora as a, as a metaphor of hybridity and also uh, transition. I also use it as a term of engagement where 
I'm making it larger than life, but I'm also, I feel the community can engage with the, the work somehow. And especially with the age of the selfies and Instagram and social media, this is a very powerful tool right, right now. And I feel that if this can bring attention to bringing beauty and art and creating it, and, but also if the beauty and the scale of the work can also discuss a very important message that's an underlying message that talks about cultural relationships, it's a trifecta. So I'm also very serious about my studio practice. If this project didn't work out the way it should have, I would have respectfully walked away if the language wasn't there. It was really important to me that we had community engagement, this, that the, the, the imagery had a story behind it, but also could we create a project that was so ambitious that it would resonate with the city. So the imagery came from a, a triptych of paintings that I produced. And again, very organic. Normally the, normally the procedure for working on something like this, and I think this goes for anybody who's a visual person, artist, photographer, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, if somebody wants you to work with a structure or architecture, you work with a team of people. I, I can't do this on my own. And that's the reality. You know, am I the visionary behind it? Yes. But do I need people to help me execute the idea? For sure. And this is where egos have to get kind of squashed and you have to be open-minded and accept certain things as they are. And I think I'm saying this sincerely as like, you know, as I get older with kids that I accept things as they come. And because when you force something, sometimes it, you could tell that something's overworked and it's forced, right? When we initially looked at the building, me having Napoleon syndrome, I'm like, yeah, sure, we're gonna cover the whole thing, we're gonna make it spectacular, we're gonna make it great. That sounds great, and then I was like, and in addition, we're gonna do a sculpture, a floor sculpture is gonna be in front, and then in addition to that, we're gonna do one of the walkways, right? So what happens is that you throw everything up in the air and whatever comes down is the reality. You know, whatever you catch is the reality. And so once we did that and we kind of honed in on what was important, I, instead of creating artwork specifically for the building, I allowed to dictate the paintings that are my studio practice to really speak and have a relationship with the building. So I had literally finished a triptych painting that I felt was one of my best works that I produced. It just so happens that that triptych literally coincided and fit perfectly with every facade of the building. Did I create a certain flower to reflect a certain part of the building? No, I let the painting kind of dictate that because it was important to me that I didn't want people to see the work as a, a superficial banner that you would see on the side of a bus or look like an advertisement. I really wanted people to feel that they were immersed in an environment because when you look at my paintings and you're in front of them you literally feel like you're immersed in the work so what better way to use the original paintings on the building to make the, the building feel like a painting 